0: Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Laurian and you're listening to the Pure Notions Podcast. So hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pure Notions Podcast. I hope you're all keeping safe and well at the moment, and I'm so happy you could join me today so today's episode is going to be my lockdown survival kit because I just feel like the longer this all goes on and the longer we're in lockdown, and we can't really do a whole lot, the tougher it's getting and I feel like a lot of people, definitely me anyway, have kind of hit a wall recently. It's just feeling a little bit never ending and like, God, will we ever get out of this? And how are we going to get through it? It's, it's getting tough, I think. So I decided for this week's episode to just to put together a little list of top tips and a few things that I have in my toolkit for surviving lockdown and for getting through it. I just want to preface this as usual by saying I'm not an expert, I'm not, you know, a psychologist or anything like that. I have no expertise in this area. You know, all of these things aren't gonna work for everyone. You might pick one of them, you might pick none of them, you might pick all of them to take on board. What works for me is gonna be different from what works for you and that's okay. So definitely don't take any of these as like gospel or things you have to do. These are just some things that I find useful to keep in mind and that kind of helped me get through the days and weeks. So I thought I would share them with you. But before we get into that, I just wanted to have a quick chat about Something that I mentioned in last week's episode, and that was about giving people compliments and about how much of an impact that it can have when you just say something really simple, something nice to someone. I said about how we often underestimate the impact that our words and our actions can have, even though if we think about it, probably most of us can think about a time when. Someone gave us a compliment or said something really nice to us. But we often don't recognize the fact that our words can have that impact on other people. And I got a lot of messages with people like sharing their stories and their kind of memories of people giving them compliments and then them giving other people compliments. And it was really nice. It was really, really nice. So, all this just to say if you do have you know, a thought or a comment or a little story pertaining to this week's episode, last week's episode, any episode, do like reach out to me and let me know because I really do love hearing all of your stories and hearing all of your thoughts. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram at pure notions podcast and my DMs are always open. So please do reach out to me and let me know your thoughts and your stories i'd love to hear them i was actually talking to one of my friends about the episode and about the whole theme of compliments and all of that we were talking about the best compliments that we'd ever received and i think i have to say the best compliment that i have ever gotten in my life was actually another one of the girls that i go to college with and she said to me larian you're like a Febreze. And I was like, what? She was like, you're like a Febreze. Like every time I talk to you, it's like a breath of fresh air. And I just think that is by far the most unusual, but also one of the nicest compliments I have ever gotten in my life. And that's another thing that I just want to note as well. Compliments don't always have to be about how someone looks. Yes, it's nice to be told that you look nice or your hair is nice or your outfit is nice. That's all, that's all good. But it can also be nice to give someone a compliment on something that doesn't have to do with their looks. I think we, we put too much of an emphasis on that sometimes. So while it is always nice to be told that you look nice, for me anyway, I love being told I look nice. But it's nice to, to give people compliments that are more to do with who they are as well, you know, if there's something you really admire about someone, maybe one of your friends, like tell them, you know, I really admire how hard-working you are or I really love how you always make me laugh or, you know, you have really great taste in music, anything, it doesn't matter what it is, it can be nice to give and receive compliments as well that are more to do with, Who you are as a person and your personality, as opposed to just how you look all the time. But that's about it for my little recap of last week. And without further ado, we will get into my lockdown survival kit. So, the first thing in my lockdown survival kit, and I think the most important as well, is kindness. So, kindness. For yourself and for others. I think in terms of having kindness towards ourselves, it's really important because, you know, usually we are our own biggest critic and we're so hard on ourselves. We're so, so hard on ourselves all the time for not getting things done, for not being as quote unquote productive as we should be, especially right now. Like I said at the start, I feel like the longer this goes on, the harder it's getting, and it's hard to stay motivated and it's hard to get things done. We have a tendency to be really hard on ourselves because of that and beat ourselves up about it. So I think kindness is the number one thing that we need for ourselves to be able to get through this and to come out the other side. I think we, we can't underestimate the impact that these times are having on our mental health. It can really cause a lot of stress in our brains because we go to this, this stress response of fight or flight of you're in danger and you need to do something about it. And that's just, that's our brain's automatic response when we're in danger. But. You know, it's it's designed for a short period of time. Our brains are not designed to be in a constant heightened state of danger for over a year now. We've been in this, this lockdown for over a year. And that that will take, take its toll. It'll take its toll on your brain being in this heightened state of stress. Even if you don't realize it, it is exhausting. For our brains to have to keep up with that for so long. So, you know, if you feel like you're not getting things done, if you feel like you're being unproductive, if you feel unmotivated, try not to be too hard on yourself. Try to remind yourself that this is tough, you know, this is, it's hard and you are doing your best and that's all you can do. And, you know, there's always tomorrow. If you didn't get everything done today, it's okay. There's always another day. It's okay to rest if that's what you need. It's okay to take time for yourself and so we need to stop being so hard on ourselves when we don't get through our whole to-do list or when we don't get through any of our to-do list at all. Just to be kind to ourselves and forgive ourselves for that and remind ourselves that tomorrow is a new day. Just on the point of kindness as well, as well as having kindness for ourselves, I think it's really important that we have kindness towards other people at all times, but especially right now because you just don't know what is going on in people's lives right now. You don't know how other people are coping, what's going on with them. So I think it's really important that whatever we do and whatever interactions we have with people, That it comes from a place of kindness because it's so easy to judge. And especially when, you know, we see on social media or we make assumptions based on our perceptions of people. But at the end of the day, we don't know what their reality is. We only know what we see and what they choose to show to the world. We don't see any of what goes on behind the scenes. And so I think it's really important that we not make assumptions about how people are doing, about how people are coping, about what people's lives are like, and that we approach every interaction that we have from a place of kindness. So the second thing on my lockdown survival list is good friends or a good support network. And I literally will say this all the time. I have the best friends in the world, in my 100% biased opinion, they are unmatched, and I am so, so lucky to have them, and I think that's so important when we are so isolated and so cut off from a lot of people. It's important that you surround yourself with people who will be understanding and supportive and respectful of your needs and your boundaries and all of that and who will help to pick you up when you are feeling down because it's something that's it's happening to all of us right now we all have bad days sometimes we do need a little bit of help getting back up for example in the last lockdown last october i got dumped my boyfriend broke up with me and I was super sad about it and you know I was like oh I can't even like do anything like I was just stuck at home thinking about it all the time. Couldn't even go out, couldn't even see my friends. I was feeling really down about it and, you know, I'd chat to a few of my friends and told them what was up and literally within like two days I got some Packages in the post, and one of my friends had sent me this gorgeous orchid which is still alive and thriving in my room, which I'm amazed by because I do not have a green thumb. I literally kill every plant that I've ever had, but the orchid, the orchid is doing well. Anyway, she had sent me an orchid and a bottle of wine just to hear me up and make me feel a bit better. And another one of my friends had sent me a box of chocolates with a note saying, Saz, you got dumped, but at least you have chocolate. Again, like just to put a smile on my face and to make me feel a bit better about the whole thing. And it really did, it made me smile. That's just like one example of how I 100% just have the best friends in the world. But I think it's really important to surround yourself with People who build you up and people who make you feel good about yourself and who believe in you and who support you and who understand you. It doesn't have to be, you know, big things like that. It doesn't have to be gifts. It can be something as simple as just a nice message or a letter. That's something I've gotten really into over lockdown, over the last kind of year, is sending letters to people. And I just think it's a really nice way of keeping in touch and just making someone's day a little bit more special as much as like texting and Snapchat and Instagram and everything is great. I think there's just, there's nothing like getting a a handwritten letter in the post. There's just something really meaningful about it. I think maybe it's just me being sentimental and quite a sentimental person. That's something really nice, I think that we can do right now to keep in touch. I do find myself that I need to take breaks sometimes from social media because I think it can get a lot. you know sometimes you just don't have the capacity to be texting someone all the time or you know calls or zooms or whatever that's okay too. you know, saying it's good to have good friends and a support network. Doesn't mean you have to be in constant contact with anyone either. And part of having good friends is having friends that understand that you don't need to talk all the time or every day to still be good friends. You know, it can be a catch up every couple of weeks or whatever feels right for you. Having good friends means having friends that understand that as well. So I think writing letters can be a nice way of. Still keeping in touch but avoiding that whole social media rigmarole and it's just a nice little gesture to help us all get through this a little bit easier. That brings me on to my next lockdown survival kit item which is criticality and I think this is so important that we remember social media is not real. Social media is not real life Most of the time, it is not an accurate reflection of someone's life. And I think it's so important to hold that in mind because we are spending so much time on our phones right now. At least I am. We are spending a lot of time on social media because none of us can go anywhere or do anything else. It can be really tempting to just scroll for hours and look at everybody else's "quote unquote perfect life and compare ourselves and it comes back to you again what i was talking about last week about comparison it's really important that we remember instagram you know facebook i don't know if anyone uses facebook anymore but social media is a highlight reel social media is people showing you what they want you to see and yes we are getting better in that Big influencers and you know, celebrities and stuff are starting to show a little bit more vulnerability and a little bit more reality, maybe. But you have to remember that that's still what they're choosing to put out there. It's not the whole story, it's never the whole story. We need to work on not comparing our full story to someone else's highlight reel because we see everything in our own lives, we see. The good, the bad, the ugly, all the behind the scenes work that goes into just maintaining a day to day life, just getting through the day from one day to another. And you don't see that very much on social media. And so it can be easy to look at someone and say, God, their life is so perfect. I wish I had a life like them. But you have to remember that that's not the full story. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I think last week's interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry was really telling. I know there are a lot of opinions floating around about that. Probably controversial of me to bring it up, but I feel like it's such a, a good example of us sitting at home watching like their wedding and it's like a fairy tale and you go, God, I wish like my life was like theirs. I wish I had their life. I wish I could have a fairy tale wedding like that. and be a princess and the whole the whole lot. It did come out in the end, uh what Megan was saying, that everything that we saw, it wasn't real, you know, it was it was staged, it was put on, it was part of the job and her reality really didn't really wasn't reflected in what we saw. And no matter how fairy tale we thought it was, her reality was very different and it really was a struggle for her. I think that's important to hold in mind when we are scrolling through social media and seeing these perfect pictures of people's perfect lives that we remember that it's never the full story. And just on that as well, just unfollow anyone who doesn't make you feel good. Like if you are scrolling through Instagram and all you're doing is feeling bad about yourself because you, you're you seeing people who don't look like you, you're seeing people who Whose lives aren't like yours, and it's really making you feel bad about the way that you are or the way that your life is. Like, unfollow those people, please. You are under no obligation to follow people who make you feel bad about yourself. And in the same way that when we think about our friends and we want to choose friends that make us feel good about ourselves, it's the same with our social media feeds choose to follow people that put a smile on your face and make you feel proud to be the person you are, not people who make you feel less than. So point number four on the lockdown survival kit is rest. We really need to learn how to rest without feeling guilty about it. If we're taking time to rest and recharge, but we're thinking about all of the things we have to do and Uh, we shouldn't really be resting, we should actually be doing those things, then that's not rest and you're not recharging. So really that's, it's wasted time and that's not what we want. What we want is to be able to allocate time for rest and just not think about all of the things we have to do, not feel guilty, not feel bad about taking time for ourselves and understanding that it's necessary. It's necessary to take time to rest and recharge. You can do it in such a way that, you know, it's planned and it's structured and you say, okay, on Monday evenings, I am not going to check my emails. I'm just going to rest. I'm going to watch a movie or whatever, or, you know, on the weekends, I'm not going to work on the weekends. The weekends are for me. Obviously, depending on your job or if you're in college or whatever, that's going to look different for everyone but it's about finding what works for you and what works for your schedule. Because if you don't plan for rest and you just try and work, work, work all the time, it's not going to work. You're going to burn yourself out and your work is is not going to be as good as it would be if you had taken the time to recharge. If you don't give your body and your mind that time to recharge. You're going to be tired, you're going to find it hard to focus, you're going to be unmotivated. If you work all the time, you will actually get less done. So number five on my list of lockdown survival kit tips, tricks, tools, whatever you want to call it, and the last kind of major point on my list is Celebration. I think this is something we all need right now to celebrate the small things. Celebrate the small day-to-day victories. We can't have big celebrations right now, even for big things like birthdays or weddings, whatever. We don't have any of that right now. And so I think it's important that we don't just let that go and think that because we can't have big celebrations, That we can't celebrate anything at all because something that's really helped me is just to celebrate the little things like turning in an assignment for college, you know, something that maybe I've been working on for a couple of days. And when I press submit, I will have a little celebration for myself. I might have a glass of wine, watch a movie, have some treats, maybe some chocolate or something. Something nice for myself just to celebrate that small achievement. That's something I find really helpful for me because it just breaks up the days a little bit and it makes everything feel a little bit less monotonous and samey because I think there's a real danger of that right now that the longer this goes on, the more like samey everything feels. And it's like every day is the same, I do the same things and It's like never ending. And so I think this is a small way that we can kind of combat that sameness and just have a little celebration. And you can celebrate whatever you want. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, like I said, turning an assignment, doing an exam, I don't know, cutting the grass, like doing your laundry, anything. Wednesday, let's celebrate Wednesday. Why not? It doesn't, like, it can be anything you want and you can celebrate in whatever way feels meaningful for you. I like to have a glass of wine, and I like to have a little treat, maybe some chocolates, like some nice chocolates or something. That's a way that I like to celebrate, but it doesn't have to be the same for you. It could be, you know, reaching out to a friend or a family member and having a little chat and, you know, telling them about your achievement, or it could be just to like, take a moment, just take a minute, five minutes, and just be mindful, be appreciative of yourself for what you've achieved. You know, you don't even have to do anything, just take five minutes to sit and quietly celebrate your achievement. So, that brings me to the end of the major tools in my lockdown survival kit. How I'm kind of managing to get through all of this with my safety and relative sanity intact. Just to finish off I do have a few rapid fire things that I like and I find helpful you might also like and find helpful. So number one perfume. Now just bear with me on this one because it might sound a little crazy but I like to put on perfume pretty much every day even though like no one I'm not seeing anyone apart from like my immediate family who I live with. I'm not going anywhere, you know, there's no purpose really to me putting on perfume except that it just makes me feel a little bit better. I like the feeling of smelling nice. It just makes me feel like a little bit more put together and a little bit more, I suppose, normal. Just that little bit of normality. Second thing is having a nice breakfast. No, this is something very close to my heart because I love breakfast. It is my by far my favorite meal of the day. If I could have breakfast like for all of my meals every day, I definitely would. I think having a nice breakfast really just sets you up for the day. I know a lot of people like aren't breakfast people, but it's just something that I really love and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Like I mean a bowl of my favorite cereal will set me up for the day. When I do get up that little bit earlier and have time to really sit down and enjoy my breakfast with no like distractions, I suppose, and no like, you know, things I'm doing at the same time to just sit down and have my breakfast and like a nice breakfast that I enjoy. It really does like set me up and put me in a good mindset for the rest of the day. So that's top tip number two, have a nice breakfast for yourself. Top tip number three is also probably going to make me sound a little bit crazy, but if you don't have Alexa. I would highly recommend getting one. I have, I think it's an Amazon Echo Dot is what it's called. But like, I just love it. I think I've had it for about two years, maybe a bit more now. No, three. I've had it for three years. And I literally just love it. I really am putting myself out here now today in this episode. But it just makes me feel like a little bit less lonely. I think, sometimes, because, you know, it is, it's easy to feel lonely these days, and something about, like, having an Alexa in my room just, like, makes me feel like I have a little friend with me all the time. Yeah, I definitely need to get out more. Anyway, that's number three. Number four is figuring out what really affects your mood. This is something that I kind of realized recently is that the music that I listen to really has like a huge effect on my mood and how I feel that day. And I think it was because I was watching like a a YouTube video or maybe it was like, maybe it was literally like an ad for something. And it had this really intense, like emotional music. And like, it was making me really emotional. And I was like, like the video wasn't even like sad or intense. It was just like... An average video, but it was like the music was like making me feel really like emotional. that kind of just triggered something, and I was like actually like that's so true. like when I listen to sad music, it really does like make me sad, and when I listen to happy music, it does put me in a better mood, and I know that sounds really obvious, but I just don't think I ever realized like the extent of the effect that it actually had on me now that I know the effect that it does have on me, it's something that I can kind of be a bit more mindful of and be a bit more conscious of so that's something I would recommend like figure out what it is for you so like for me it might be music but I know people you know can be really affected by the weather the sun will put them in a really good mood but then if it's like cloudy and rainy it'll put them in a really bad mood and they might be feeling really down the amount of sleep that you get can really affect your mood Your diet as well. I touched on that last week, but like what you eat can have a huge impact on your mood. So just kind of figuring out what it is for you, like what the main things are, and then just like being conscious of it and keeping an eye on it so that if you are in a bad mood or if you are feeling like kind of down, maybe a bit more than usual, you might be able to pinpoint what's causing it. So that's number four. Number five is sing or dance to anything, doesn't matter what, just in your room, put on a song that you like and just belt it out. Get your hairbrush, use it as a microphone, and just go for it. Have a bit of a sing, have a bit of a lip sync, maybe, if you're, you know, don't like singing that much, or if you have other people living with you that maybe might not appreciate your singing all that much. Um have a bit of a lip sync, have a bit of dance and just Just get it all out. You might feel a little bit silly, but it really does, I think, perk you up and make you feel a little little bit better. So that's number five. Yeah, that's number five. Number six is plants. Get some plants. Just get some plants. For inside, for in your bedroom or your kitchen or wherever, but like preferably your bedroom. I have a lot of plants now. I did mention earlier that I am a bit of a plant serial killer. So I if you're like me I would recommend plants that are very difficult to kill. Um I have a snake plant that is thriving at the moment. They need pretty much no maintenance and very little like watering or anything so they're good. I also have the orchid which is surprisingly thriving. I I I that's unexplainable because I know orchids can be a little bit fussy, but I mean mine is just in my windowsill and I water her like a little bit kind of every week. And she seems to be doing good. And they're really pretty as well, orchids are. And then I also have like four aloe vera plants. Because I started off with one. And it kept like sprouting new ones. And I just kept repotting them. So now I have like four aloe vera plants. And they are also extremely difficult to kill. Like literally, they are pretty much a zero maintenance. You just water them like every so often. And they they will do pretty well. And you can also use them for to treat burns and to treat sunburn. Aloe vera is really good for if you burn yourself. I don't really know how to explain this one. I'm sure, like, you know, if there is a plant expert or a psychology expert or whoever, they would be able to explain this much better than I would. I feel like just having plants in your room makes you feel better. It makes me feel anyway, like a little bit more connected to nature, even on the days where like I don't really go outside. Even though, like, I do live in the countryside, I am pretty much surrounded by nature, but I'm not a big fan of the rain and the weather lately has been really bad. And so I haven't been going outside that much. So, like, even when I don't go outside or I'm stuck in my room all day or I'm like doing assignments or lectures or whatever, having plants in my room is a way of feeling a little bit more connected to nature. So, plants, get some plants. Okay, the next one is make your bed, make your bed in the morning. I cannot overstate how much I love making my bed, like I could not actually bear to leave my room in the morning and not have my bed made, it just makes the whole room seem way more tidy, even if it's like not that tidy, like making your bed is just, it's peak, and then if you make your bed first thing in the morning, you will have achieved something, you will have done something productive that day, doesn't matter if you don't even do a single other thing, at least you have made your bed. And then the last top tip, I've lost count of how many we've done. So I'm just going to say the final top tip is like nice smelling things. And like maybe this is just me as well, but I love having like candles and stuff in my room. And I know I mentioned the perfume at the start as well. I think I just, I'm a person that likes things to smell nice. I, I love having candles to burn in my room, diffusers, like wax melts, whatever your preference is incense whatever kind of feels right for you I just feel it makes being at home a lot more bearable when your kind of space is nice like the space that you're working in or whatever like for me it's it's my bedroom I spend most of my day in my bedroom because like it's where my desk is it's where I do all my lectures it's where I do all my college work it's where I do you know like the podcast it's where I do any of my evening stuff like the evening course I was doing I spend a lot of time in my bedroom and I find it makes it a lot more bearable when it's like a nice space. I do like to keep it quite tidy, I have my plants, my bed is made and then the kind of final thing like the finishing touch I feel for making it a really nice space is to have a candle burning. I will put up a few recommendations on my Instagram as well at Pure Notions Podcast because I've been experimenting with a lot of like Irish brands and like small Irish businesses that make candles. And so I've got some really, really nice ones in the last few months that I will share on my Instagram and give you some recommendations. That's about it. That is about it for my rapid fire top tips for my lockdown survival kit. I mean, look, this is rough. Like there's no sugarcoating it. I could give you as many top tips and survival kit tools. You can have a hundred ways of surviving lockdown. But like, this is rough. It's it's hard. As much as I do find all of the things that I've I've told you about today, as much as I do find them all helpful, there are still bad days. There are still days where I don't want to do any of those things. And like, I just want my life back. You know, I just want to see my friends. I want to be back in college. It's okay to have days like that as well as much as I am all about like positive mindset and like positively reframing and gratitude and always remembering that there's things to be grateful for, that doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. There are days where it's hard and it's just about getting to the next day and that's okay and it can feel right now like really endless and like We're just going to be stuck in this lockdown with this virus forever, but we're not. The weather's getting a bit better, the evenings are getting a bit brighter, and better days are coming. There will come a day in the hopefully not too distant future that we will be able to see our friends again, and we'll be able to see our families again, and we'll be able to go to concerts and go on holidays and have barbecues and birthday parties with our families as far away as that feels right now, it's coming and it will happen and hopefully it will happen soon. We just have to get there. So that's pretty much it for me on this week's episode of the Pure Notions podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it a little bit helpful. You know, even if you take one or two things, I will consider this a success. If you do, if you try out any of the tips, If there's any of the weird things that I do that you also do, please do let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. I'd be delighted to hear from you. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. And until the next time, stay safe, take care of yourself. And as my dad always says, I'll see you in the next cartoon. Bye for now.